This is Adel Busani, and I am your host for Mending Broken Beliefs podcast. Every Monday and Thursday, we upload new episodes from incredible speakers who share their wisdom on important life lessons and their personal journeys towards living a purposeful life. Tune in on Thursdays to get my latest scoop on self-growth and new transformational life concepts. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel. Today we're going to hear about the topic. It's very interesting, actually, the topic we chose out. We decided we're going to talk about addiction to suffering. We hear a lot of times that there's addiction to substances, alcohol, um, addiction to sex, addiction to whatever other thing you can, so many different kinds of addictions, but I personally never heard of addiction to suffering. So I'm really curious to see where you're going to take us with this episode, Robin. (laughs) Um, Do you want to introduce yourself a little bit to the audience? Yes. Hello, everybody. And Eden, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So this topic, Addiction to Suffering, came about when I was writing my third book, Feast and Famine, Healing Addiction with Grace. And in the book, I came to understand that our primary addiction on this planet is to suffering. And then we choose a secondary addiction, like a vice or a substance, to keep us suffering or to make us feel better from the suffering. So in the addiction story, I'm, I'm boldly going out there and saying that suffering is the problem and vices are the symptoms. So when you have an addiction problem and you're only looking at how do I stop my vice? How do I stop drinking? How do I stop looking things up on social media? Whatever it is, you're really only looking at the, at the symptom. The question is, Why do you choose these vices? What are you suffering about? So what is suffering? So the easiest way I can say it is when you're wallowing in your own pain. And I could give a very sophisticated, smart sounding answer, (laughs) but I think that's the easiest way to say it when you're wallowing in your own pain. And part of the teachings of the book is that pain is inevitable, right? So we're not saying you shouldn't have pain or you should feel ashamed of your pain what we're saying is pain is inevitable and we're you know we're mind body spirit and emotion that's one so we have these four integrated parts of our system where we can have pain but the other is that we don't live alone <laughs> we have all these other people in our lives that are contributing to our pain and so pain is inevitable that is going to happen but suffering is an option And it's an interesting way to look at it because Eden, every time you hear pain, you always hear pain and suffering, right? Like they're one concept, but they're really two very separate concepts. So what do I mean by suffering as an option? What I mean by that is that you can choose not to suffer. And then what happens is by choosing not to suffer, the way to get out of that like, how do I get out of suffering, right? Because I know I'm suffering. You're, you're upset about a relationship that ended poorly or you didn't, you're, you didn't, it was one-sided or you have a job that you can't stand, right? And you're suffering and you just can't wait to go ha- home to have that glass of wine, right? So how do we get out of the suffering? The first is to accept that you actually have this pain. Really, the idea of acceptance, the spiritual concept of acceptance is the first step. And acceptance that you do have the pain, but what 
that doesn't mean, Aiden, is that you have to always stay in the pain or that it's never going to get better. It just is an acknowledgement that it actually is there. And then once it's there, then you have to commit to a life of healing that pain, like really looking at it. What is it? What do I have to do? So the next concept that is described in the book is surrender is required. And so what does surrender mean? So these are big spiritual concepts, but they actually have day-to-day applications. So surrender is like, oh God, it is not this. Oh, I just wish I wasn't doing this anymore, right? I wish I could get over this. That is not surrender. Surrender is when you are saying, I am never going to do this again, or I'm going to move on with my life. I'm going to get over this. I'm, I'm determined. So determination is a key element to surrender. So how do you know that you've surrendered? This is what I've discovered on my journey. What I, what I discovered is that the way that you know that you've surrendered is that almost immediately you understand why you were suffering in the first place. It's, it's like this magical, it's like when you are at work and you can't figure out a solution to a work problem or you're working from home and you go in the shower and then all of a sudden the answer is there, right? Because you've gotten out of your own, you've gotten out of the own, your own stress about it, right? And so as soon as you're truly in surrender, you've truly said, I am truly done with this. Then the answer comes and then you could start working on the, what is behind that suffering. What is maybe the trauma that was, that, that you experienced in your life from either, from either childhood or teenage years or adulthood or all of them, right? And so once you're truly in surrender, which is so beautiful, you then allow the divine grace, which is almost the, the divine grace is when solutions start appearing to you right? You're saying, maybe I should seek counseling, and then someone has a wonderful counselor for you. Or maybe I should go out with my friends and somebody calls, right? You've all, you've had experiences like that, where it seems almost synchronistic or magical that, that, that the solutions start coming to you. But you can't get out of the suffering without first accepting that you are suffering. And then from there, allowing the grace to come into your life to give you the tools that you need and the people that you need, and perhaps even your divine guidance, your spirit guides and angels, if that's what you're into, to give you solutions to stop suffering and start living. And that's the name of my coaching program is stop suffering and start living because that's what I want people to do. I want them to be able to live. And so just for a moment, I want to say why I am the one to teach this or to write this book. I struggled for 40 years with obsessive compulsive food disorder and bulimia. And finally, I was able to admit, I always knew I had a problem but I didn't know why I had a problem. What was, what was I struggling over so deeply in my life that I was choosing food as a way to comfort myself, but then also bulimia as a way to release the pain, right? And so once I 
I wrote Feast and Famine, actually, Eden, in addiction the first time. <laughs> I didn't have an ending to the book. I'm like, well, I hope these teachings work for you. They didn't work for me, but good luck to you. So then I put the book down until I could come into recovery, the manuscript down. And then once in recovery, I could really answer authentically because I used the teachings in the book to go from a very long-term addictive problem to recovery. Wow. Yeah. That's an incredible story, Robin. And the way you just explained how we really are addicted to suffering and how we can discover what we are addicted to, the pain is an inevitable. All of that just is so not simple, but you make it sound so simple. Mm-hmm. And it makes so much sense. Yes. Just yes. Head, everything just clicks like a puzzle right now. Yes. And it isn't simple. It is not simple. The concepts are simple. I know that you're on your spiritual journey too. And yeah. um, the, the idea that the, one of my favorite sayings is that the, that the reason why spirituality is so hard is because it's so easy. <laughs> Like the concepts are so easy. Pain is inevitable. Yeah. Um, Suffering is an option. Surrender is required. Grace must be allowed. Like those are the four key concepts of the book. That sounds easy, but it's not. But even though it's not easy, it's easier than the suffering. Yeah. Wow. Right? Living a life of suffering is so extraordinarily painful. And I really know from where I speak, right? Like I lived it for 40 years and I lived a very normal life, you know, corporate America, raising, being married, raising children, coming on my spiritual journey, writing two other books about connecting to your own divinity while, not while, while I, I was in addiction, but I, I didn't write that in the book. I didn't have the nerve to actually out myself until I wrote Feast and Famine. And for a second, I thought, maybe I'll go back and write the other books. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So there's a concept that I'm, 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 I want to share that I found so interesting in writing Feast and Famine. The concept of will. So we have three types of will. The first is personal will. Like, how are you going to serve yourself in your own life, right? Are you going to be good to yourself, right? Are you going to live the most happiest, joyful, peaceful, abundant life that you can, right? The second is um, goodwill. How do you serve others? How do you share in your community, in your family and friends, how do you share your knowledge and your wisdom and your in your two hands, right, to help them? The third is divine will. How will you serve the divine? How will you share your wisdom in a way that greatly impacts the journey of another human being who is here to understand their life and to fulfill their soul's destiny? And so Prior to writing Feast and Famine, I was like really good at goodwill and divine will, right? I was listening and writing my books and teaching others and speaking and really, really walking what I call walking the talk, right? And until I wrote Feast and Famine, 
until I was guided to write this book about my own addiction and about addiction in general and my addiction to suffering and suffering in general. It was only then that I could come into recovery and really come into my own personal will. And so now that I have all three, personal will, goodwill, and divine will, I'm really ready to share this message. And I'm only able to do that because I have lived what I call an examined life. I have really uncovered what was my true suffering and then figured out a way to heal it. And of course, you know, it's a day-to-day journey, right? There are times where, you know, I will look at food and say, well, you know, I guess I can eat all that because I can get rid of it. And then I'll be like, no, we don't do that anymore. So what's the healthier choice? So my life now is committed to healthy living and, and sharing these messages with others. Wow. Robin, I learned so much from you in these 15 minutes. You gave me such an eye opener. Uh, you literally brought me to tears. I was holding back like tears because it was so relevant to me. And I feel like, like, I don't know. I'm so blessed to have you here. You Thank really you. opened, you changed my entire perspective. Uh, and this is what I love about this podcast. Sometimes I feel like, you know, this is my mission. I'm doing, I have a podcast. I want to teach others. I want to collaborate with others so that other people can hear your story um, and learn from it and, and learn to maybe do have the right change in life. But a lot of times I forget that one of the biggest parts of this podcast is for me to learn as well, which I always do with every guest. There's always something that I can pick from it. And this is the episode that really reminded me why I'm doing this podcast. Oh, thank you. That's so, that's so flattering. And I'm so glad that, that I was able to do that. I love um, it. Yeah. And you know uh, what, one of the things we were talking about earlier is that I really love the life coaching part about helping people to stop suffering and start living. But ideally, what really is my passion is that once I can help people to understand their story, I want to give them the courage to share their story. For me, it was through writing books, and most of my clients are writing books um, because they're sharing their courageous story as a way to be to you know implement their goodwill and their divine will and so every time you heal your suffering and you and you have a, a courageous story i really invite everybody to to share that and in and in my work it is through the written word and it could be just this eden a wonderful podcast mm-hmm. right it, it could be a podcast it could be a book it could be your own private practice. It could be being the best version of yourself in your corporate job, right? Or in any job that you're in. It is just about embodying your own joy, right? And in order to get to that, to order to live from the inside out, right? Live from your joy outward. You have to heal what is what you're suffering about on the inside. And once you have that joy emanating out and living, 
it's, it's inevitable that you won't need the vices anymore because, wow. right? Because you're, you've healed what, what you were running away from, right? You were running away from your pain, but if you heal your pain, then you no longer, most likely with, with tremendous amount of support, I'm not saying it happens just like that, like with the snap of a finger, you have to have the resources, right? you know, to get the help that you need. I have a tr tremendous team of both traditional and spiritual and energetic healers, as well as I listen to my own inner connection, my own inner divinity. And with the combination of all of that, I'm able to be grounded and then share the message outward and hopefully changing people's lives. That's incredible, Robin. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here today. I really appreciate you reaching out to me. And I'm so glad that we were able to connect. Truly. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, I wanted to share that if, if people want to reach out to me, mm -hmm. um, they can reach me at www. I always say that everyone gets a kick. Um, <laughs> www.clarity.com, C-L-A-R-E hyphen dash, hyphen or dash, however you look at it, ity.com. So clarity, C-L-A-R-E dash ity.com. And I have a 30-minute free consultation that awesome. anybody can sign up for. So if they just want to sign up and share their story with me, and maybe I can offer them some advice. I'd be happy That's to. Amazing. Do you have social media that they can follow you as well? Yes. Yes. My Instagram is um, at clarity. Oh, excuse me. Not clarity. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. At clarity by Robin. Um, C-L-A-R-E-I-T-Y. And Facebook is um, at clarity with Robin. Nice. Thank you so much, Robin, for being here today. And we appreciate your advice, your value. It was amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you, Eden. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to Mending Broken Beliefs podcast and for joining me on the adventure of my life. I hope you found this episode to be enjoyable and valuable. To find out more about us, you can visit our website at edenbusani.com. If you enjoy this episode and feel others can benefit from it as well, spread the love by sharing.